Fuck the Blackhawks. This is the only place my mind is at right now. Uh, welcome in to episode 106 of Fired Up. Uh, I'm Mike Gillette. Good to me as always, Dom Console and Chris Lutia. What's going on, fellas? Yo, 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 yo. Hey, what's up, Mike? How's Chicago? Uh, not much. Not much. We'll talk about windy? it. Windy? I'm sure we'll get to it. Yeah, windy. Hope the entire city burns the fuck down. Um, that's kind. Of, that's kind of where I'm at. Fucking Blackhawks get everything. You know, it's 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 07 all over again. Um, except a little. I mean, a little different, obviously. But um, we'll, yeah, we'll they they the, the Flyers actually deserve that first pick. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's a little different, but you know, it's they just constantly just get lucky. They're just a lucky fucking franchise. Um, but before we before we get into everything, uh, I gotta tell everybody about our sponsor. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? Manscaped is, uh, is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and, grooming and hygiene products. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair, and if you grow some winter man tits, uh, the least you could do is make sure they're hairless. Uh, it's time to get ready for hot for the hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code fired up. Manscaped is dedicated to help you increase your confidence and level up your full body grooming game with the performance package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations um, to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or the treasure chest in your pants, this is the best trimmer on the market. The trimmer features a ceramic blade designed to cut hair on loose skin and to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology you can even trim an arrow pointing to the promised land if you're bold enough uh, inside the performance package you'll also find the manscaped crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner and anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer moisturizer because we know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing bathing suit when, when you're wearing your bathing suit all day no one likes nose hair so uh, so their package also comes with the weed whacker 2.0 you also get two free gifts the shed travel bag and the patented high performance reduced chafing manscaped boxers um, if you're wearing sandals, you need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code, Manscaped, with the code FIREDUP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code FIREDUP at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles. A lot of good stuff going on in Manscaped. I love um, that one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so did you want to – what was that? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. It's delayed. So, a little bit. so I I teed to both of you um, that I kind of had a topic I wanted to kind of talk about, and uh, I mean I, I figured we save the flyer for a little bit longer. Let me kind of digest my thoughts a little bit. Um, so I, I I teased it that you know obviously we talk more than just sports on this show, um, and I don't know if either of you saw um, last week. The inductees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame were announced for this year. Have either of you seen the uh, the yes. list? Yep. Oh, you have seen the list. Yeah. Okay, you have yep. seen the list. So I, I kind of wanted to, to go over the um, over the performance, the performer category, and kind of see what you guys thought of each group. If you think it's warranted them getting in, or kind of you know, kind of go okay. band by band or what is the criteria artist. for that? Um, do we know what the criteria? I don't know is what the criteria is. I would just say impact on music. Cause yeah. like let let's I mean I first of all I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs to throw out the Rock and Roll part. It's the Music Hall of Fame. Um, let's just kind of call it what it is. Country artists have got in, uh, rappers have gotten in. It's the Music Hall of Fame. Well, I think I think it's because it started as the Rock and Roll Hall oh, of totally, Fame for and, sure. You know, um, I think that's why they keep it like that. But for sure, um, so the first person to get in, Kate Bush. I don't Thoughts? know enough about her. Okay. My, the only thing I have about Kate Bush, 
is she wouldn't be on this list if it wasn't for Stranger Things. Like, is that fair to say? She had True. one song that came out, you know, 20 or 30 years after the fact that was popular in a TV show, and people randomly started. I didn't even know that was her. Yep. Yeah, no, running, I, I, running up that hill or whatever the fuck yeah, it's called. Yeah, that stupid yeah. Um, song. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, to be honest, I didn't even put <laughs> you together until you just said it. Yep. It's the only reason why she's, she's inducted. Um, yeah. Okay. So it was around for an entire like like the entire summer last year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But again, obviously we're all younger, so maybe if you ask somebody that grew up during that time, maybe, uh, maybe like, she was fucking gigantic. But you still, oh, you still right. Exactly. That's my point. Is that's it's a little she's a great artist, but like, especially so. when especially when a, a band like Iron Maiden gets shafted, like. Iron Maiden, I think, has had more impact, uh, more a bigger impact in music than Kate Bush, personally. Yeah, I was. I mean, I know Iron Maiden. Who Iron Maiden is? I don't know who Kate Bush is. I mean, I know now because of the song. Yep. Um, one song is Vanilla Ice in the Music Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall. My of Fame? guess is my guess is no. I don't believe guess. so. I don't believe. Oh well. So. I... <laughs> Maybe that would be like synonymous for one hit wonder. Exactly. Um, what about Rick next... Astley? Is Rick Astley? I uh, doubt. I'm it. not sure. Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt that. Because getting Rick rolled is definitely that song's definitely way more popular than running up the hills, right? You'd have to think for like YouTube hits. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what they're going uh, off of. I'm just trying to think of what the. I don't know the... The the Kate Bush song was was huge just because it's strange thing like it was like I think it was the top of the charts for at one point and the song came out in the eighties like yeah and it was at the it was the top of the charts in like twenty twenty two or whatever it was like it's crazy or twenty twenty one whatever year that that the, the the show came out or whatever um next on the list Cheryl Crow well what what do we think about Cheryl Crow um I don't it's not particularly like my style of music but I think she's probably Hall of Fame worthy because of uh she's country music right. Um, is she? Yeah, yeah. I guess she's country music. She had that, I, I, I she think she had that I one think, song with Chris Rock the one time. But that's the only that's the only thing I know about Cheryl Crow. I I mean I I believe she's country music. Uh, or at least somewhat like like in that realm. Um, and I think I think she did have an impact when she was popular in that genre. So I'm okay with that. It's not particularly like my favorite thing in the world. Fair enough. Yeah, I think um, I think she's like country like real country like 90s country yeah, yeah real country. sorry yeah no i think like con- what's like her i'm looking it up um, right now yeah like, I was do, about to say. all i want to do okay that's a good one yeah yeah like that's a um i think she does Sun. oh my god this this song if it makes you happy come on that's like soak that's up. like karaoke, like yeah. <laughs> soak up the sun. Yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, way better than Kate okay. Bush. <laughs> way better than <laughs> Kate Bush. I agree. I agree. Um, moving on, kind of our era a little bit. Missy Elliott, interesting name. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, she's Absolutely. had a gigantic. She's had a gigantic impact on not just music, but like rap and and as a you know female in the, in the industry huge impact so i mean she like like if you ask some of some of the like i think lil wayne said like i think he it's like her his favorite rapper of all time was missy elliott uh, just yeah. like the impact she she like you said just on music hip-hop and and women you know i think i think i think i think it's a good one 
think she's the first female rapper to, to be inducted. Um, she might be. She I, might I think be. I yeah, believe I read. The only other person before her would be what, like Little Kim. Little Kim, but I, Missy Elliott's like yeah, actually. Agree, Missy. Oh yeah, Was yeah. Lauren Hill inducted. She's not a rapper, um, though. She, yeah, mean, she's more of an R and B. Yeah, I would say R and B, but I don't think R&B. she's in it either. I don't think I could be wrong, but um, but yeah, I mean, you've work it, get your freak on. A lot of a lot of great songs, dude. Work it. That just takes skill to be able to like make a song where she literally is saying the lyrics in backwards. Well, I think that's like computer, right? Isn't that you just put it in reverse and just play it? Yeah, I know, but it was it fit with the beat. It did. Oh no, it totally fit. I agree. When did that come out? Like for the two thousand two. Okay, so like not the height of auto tune or or any of that stuff. Uh, I guess right before it. Like when did like. Auto tune yeah. was around for a really long time. It's oh yeah, just, no, for sure. Like, but the high but not like pop. Not yeah, not like the T Pain auto tune. The T Pain auto tune was like what oh three oh four ish. A little bit later, yeah. But but I'm saying even even like the Red Hat Chili Peppers used auto tune in 1991. Like oh it, for it, sure, it was definitely around, just not um in the ways that Missy Elliott used it. For sure. Um, next on the list, where did my list go? Uh, George Michael. I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer, right? I really think the next yeah. two are no. I think the next two are no-brainers. Uh, yeah, I would have thought he would have gotten in earlier. Yeah, I mean, he was gigantic, and we, and we yeah. weren't really around for that time, but he was, he was huge. Um, and then Willie, Willie Nelson is is the next on this list. And that, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. So, anything about those two guys? Um, again, Willie Nelson, just kind of the style of his music. Um. Definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, not particularly my thing. Um, and who was the other one? Uh, George Michael and Willie Nelson. George Michael. Uh, George yeah. Michael. I mean, you know, for pop music, you know, you know, gotta have faith. Like I said, I, I enjoy that song. <laughs> it's like the only thing I really know. I think I probably know more if I like actually look well, at it. He was in Wham, right? Too George Michael. What? Is, yeah. Yep. So he had that Christmas song. Yeah, last Christmas. Christmas, yeah. So that's <laughs> uh, next. I'm a little surprised. Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I know they have like a a, a big cult following, and I know like a, there's a vote that goes into it. But I don't know, Hall of Fame worthy. I, I don't yeah, know. I think I think they're I think they're the most. It's not so? the second most worthy in this list. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I lo- I like Rage a lot. My only issue with Rage is that every single album sounds exactly the same, and every song kind of sounds kind of sounds the same. But they they did have a really really big impact, and okay, um, just the kind of the political, uh, um, you know, topics that they sing about, um, their sound. It was the first like real like rap uh, rock thing going on, and that's what kind of in 1993 or whatever it was, um, and that's kind of what. Without them, like I don't know if you get Kid Rock, I don't know if you get Limp Bizkit. Like they're they're not necessarily my favorite things in the world, but uh, I think they really really helped the the rap the uh, rap rock, you know, Lincoln Park kind of thing. Right. Okay, that's interesting. I'm I don't not have familiar any, with them. Yeah, I don't have anything to say because I'm not familiar with them. Um, they they have they have a couple of really good songs. Mike, you you know you know like I I know for a fact you know at least like one or two. Um, they they were in like rock band and stuff. Um. Like like the video game, okay. Uh, I'll look up. I'm looking up songs now. You know, Bulls on Parade. 
That was I think that was in Rock Band. Uh, you'll know Killing in the Name. If you, if you just a, listen to them. I was going to say, it doesn't ring a bell in my head. Um, I think you'd really I'll, like them, actually. I'll have to listen to I'll have to listen to some later. Yeah. Very, when very I, loud. Very, when I have time. Okay. Um, it, they're, they're kind of... Uh, I, I, think, I think you'd really like them. Especially like younger you, I think, I think you'd really... Okay. Um, you know, enjoy them. I'll have to, I'll have to get listening to that. Thing. I'll yep. listen to it tomorrow and, and, and report back next week. Yes. Um, and then finally, their first album. Okay, I will. Finally, on this list, I know nothing about them. The Spinners. Um, I don't know if I know a song. Uh, hold on. I don't Spinner. think I knew either. So they're from the seventies. That would make sense. The Rubber Band Man. I'll be around. Okay. Rubber band man is, but again, like, what is the criteria that they're being voted on to get in? Like, well, who there's, is, there's who a committee. There's a committee that voted, um, and then there it goes like a, to a fan vote as well. I think it's weighted, or whatever. Okay. Um, I'm listening to them right now. Okay. Thoughts? I don't know if I know a single thing. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I know rubber Nothing. band man. Okay. That's the only one that I know. Right. No, nah, I know nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would want to know what these votes look like and who was in that. Does it give you, like, who was up against, Mike? Yeah, uh, like, I had the list earlier. Hold on. Like, uh, is there any snubs? Uh, Iron Maiden was Bush? one that I, that I thought. Um, hold on. I'm getting there. Um. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's, there, there are always snubs every year. I mean, there are some years where it's like people who get because I think it's twenty five so, years from your first album. A tribe called Quest. Okay. Iron Maiden. Okay. Joy Division slash New Order. I think they deserve to get in. Uh, Cindy Lauper. Uh, Probably. Sound, yeah. Sound, yes. Sound Garden. Sound Garden. Absolutely. The White Stripes. Yes. Warren Zevin? I don't know who that is. That's uh, Werewolves of London. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I know that song. Okay. Then, yeah, that, that's the last one. So those are the ones that didn't make it. Okay. So I I would have to say that I think some of them deserve to make it in over um, uh, yeah, Kate I would say so, 100%. Well, I mean, unless we're just downplaying Kate Bush's impact in the 80s, but I don't think so. I don't know. I'm actually surprised Soundgarden wasn't like a first ballad. Yeah. Um, and they've probably been on the ballot for a really long time because their first album's like 88 or 89. So right. it's 25 think, years. Yeah. I think this was Kate Bush's second or third year, which again goes right in the timeline of Stranger Things. Like, I'm right. actually surprised that, that Iron Maiden's not in. I'm really surprised. Like, too. Actually surprised about them. Uh, I mean, I think they definitely deserve to get in. Uh, I I am particularly not like a huge fan. Um, I like I like their sound. Uh, I I probably like the third album the best. <laughs> yeah, I looked at I saw that. That's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> Mike, you left your clay and CD at my house. Sorry, Doug. I'll, I'll pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'm not like particularly the biggest fan. I like like two or three songs. Um, but I kind of feel like they like flamed out after like their third album. So, uh, I mean, they definitely deserve to get in, but yeah, 
Um, so yeah, that's that's all I had. I thought there was an interesting uh, yeah. talking, you know, point or whatever. Um, where do you want to go? You want to just dive into Flyers? Yeah, dude, fuck the Blackhawks. Like, <laughs> I ha- they're just such a lucky franchise. That can we talk about for a second how? It's still real fresh in everybody's mind that they just basically covered up sexual assault and rape like a you know it just came out over the last couple less of years. than a year right it came out yeah, last less year. Than a year last and, summer and they get rewarded you know a generational talent best prospect since McDavid that whole thing they just get thrown they just get rewarded them and and listen I didn't even expect the Flyers to win first right. or second um but it's so fucking predictable. That he went that, that the Chicago Blackhawks won the lottery, like I, I I it was it was easy it was easy money that you could have said he's going to the Blackhawks. It's that fucking predictable because it's on it's on par with the NHL. Before I say anything else, this might be the first time um, we lead the show with the Flyers, other than the Brian Prop interview. Uh, it might now it's actually like despicable because like there have been other franchises. I think I said it to you, Mike, uh, yep. like that. Have gotten away, have gotten in trouble for a lot less, yep. and had have had their first round pick taken away. And uh, um, yeah, the, I, I mean, the Arizona, I, the Arizona Coyotes held illegal pre-draft workouts. They weren't allowed to have contact with prospects. They had you know pre-workout like meetings or whatever with prospects illegally. They got stripped the first round pick. The New Jersey Devils gave Ilya Kovalchuk. Ilya Kovacek technically a legal pro- legal contract at the time. He went away. He violated his contract because of that. It, it was, was so bad they sent him back to Russia. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it was a bad contract. They they they, they find them a first round pick. They ended up getting it back, but they still in the beginning find them a first round pick. They they took it away first and second, I believe. Um, if you ask me, those two things are far less egregious than covering up an entire sexual assault case. Right. Um, I, I Was mean... Was there for that sexual assault case? No, no, no. He, he never coached the Blackhawks. It's Quenville? It was oh, Quenville. Who yeah. was the coach? Oh, you. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, Coach Quenville. Hugh. Yep. Um, I, listen, and like... I understand why they do this because it's Chicago and it helps the league. Who and, gives a and, fuck? No, 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 no. I, but I, I mean, I think that's important. I, I, I'm not saying I agree with them rigging or if they do, because obviously it's rigged, but like to them, it helps the league and it probably does. But like to, to rig it for such a shitty like organization, like, uh, you know, I would have much rather seen him go to like the Ducks or something. Oh, yeah, because he would have rotten in Anaheim. No, I, mean, I, 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 mean, I wouldn't have to care about him ever again. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like at least if he goes there and he stinks, then, like, it's not a big deal. But, like, if he goes there and changes a franchise, like, Chicago like Chicago didn't get to suffer like 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 most other teams. Like, I don't no, know. They started their rebuild last right. year. Right. Right. They started the so, rebuild like, last year. I don't know. I just – I if he would have went to Anaheim, I think he either, either could have really helped – or wouldn't have mattered. He goes to Chicago now. I, I it's just you know, I don't know. I, I'm honestly speechless. Like I, I wasn't expecting to get the first pick, the Flyers, but like it was pretty predictable up until like the fourth pick, right? Yeah. The only thing that changed was Columbus moved from two to three, and Anaheim went from one to two, one to two, and then Chicago went up to three. Or I'm yeah. sorry, up to one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I honestly think it feel bad for for like an Anaheim who in their mind probably thought they had their hands on Bedard, right? Like I know it's nothing's guaranteed, but and now he's gonna go to a, a city like Chicago that has such a rich history, like you guys are saying. Like the rebuild cups. just started. And yeah, and I'm they sorry. Can, they I'm, can I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Connor Bedard, and it's not your fault. I'm actively rooting against you to fail fucking miserably. I, and maybe that's harsh for me to say because he's like a 17-year-old kid. I'm rooting for him to have a, a fucking miserable career. That's what I'm hoping for right now. That, that's where my head's at. I don't yeah, that's, uh, That might be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not his fault. It's not no, his fault at all. No, no. I just, I, it's... I, I know, love the text. Pick. I love the text messages leading up to the draft that you were sending to me and Dom, where you're like, "Yeah, like, oh, if the Flyers win, I'm going to be ecstatic." And then, like, it's just like, "Up, oh, they got seventh, but Chicago got first. And you're like, "I hate Chicago." Yeah, yeah, it couldn't have fucking a worse team. Yeah, like they, I don't know, they just get shit at least, handed to them. At least I don't have to like watch you streak down Broad Street in 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 orange and black <laughs> spray paint. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tweeted that it's um. Haley from the Bell Smashers pod said, um, "said you know, if the Flyers get the number one overall pick, will you be all in on the Flyers again? So then I quote tweeted that and said, if the Flyers get the number one overall pick, I'll be so in that I will run down Broad Street in nothing but orange and black spray. So that, there's one positive with one Bernard positive not, being, out, yeah. not being a Flyer. Let's try. I dodged that bullet. <laughs> so did I. So I don't have to see it. <laughs> I mean, listen, I was hype. I was hyped that it was going to happen. But, um... It's the fact that again that it's Chicago, and now the Flyers pick seven. But like, um, are we surprised that it's Chicago though? No, like no. that's that's the thing. Like, well, yes and no. Again, because of the whole sexual assault thing, if it is quote unquote rigged, I really didn't expect them to give it to Chicago because of that. Like, I, I feel like there would be enough bl- backlash uh, for them getting it that I feel like they wouldn't have given it. So maybe it isn't rigged. Who the fuck? No, I don't know. I don't know what to think. My, I, I don't. I, I just. I just. If it wasn't rigged, I don't think they get the pick though. Like. Um. So, well, let me see if I can find the tweet. Hold on. I don't know. Maybe they just think that like none of these people are still here. So, let's start no, over. I no, don't know. Frank, Frank Saravalli, um, one of the great reporters in the NHL. Um, and he has the inside with the NHL, obviously. So take this with a grain of salt. I don't know how factual it is, but. He said, he tweeted, I spent the last couple hours prior to the reveal sequestered in the NHL Network studios in Secaucus, New Jersey to watch the actual draft lottery process itself behind the scene. Looking forward to sharing that story tomorrow morning on Daily Faceoff. Hint, it's as legit as it gets. So, I, I don't know what to make of that yeah. tweet. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He works for the NHL, so, I mean, at a certain point. Right? Is he so, working independent? He's he's a report. He's an insider. I mean, he's he's he works for Daily Faceoff, which is a website. Um, he doesn't technically work for the NHL, but he covers the NHL. So what what do the Flyers do at seven? Dude, I don't know. I like I haven't really looked at. Uh, <laughs> like that's a th- just that's, that's, that's a thing that hurts the most is um the fact that like we're, we're just gonna get to you. Yeah, exactly. I know. We're, we're just gonna get to you. So close. <laughs> they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, probably. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh God, it's my first concert ever. Really? That's yeah tough for you. It is. I know. That's tough. It's a tough look. Um, who drug? Who drag? Who drug you to that concert? My mom. 
Oh no! <laughs> Taylor Swift too. Taylor Swift opened. Really? Country? Yeah. Oh, okay. I the... first concert ever at, in Camden. I don't even like Taylor Swift, but that's my. Or I don't like country or Taylor Swift really, but that's my era. Taylor Swift, like that, that was the greatest yeah. Taylor Swift there was. was right, country Taylor Swift. That's why it was just like bearable. Right, and then you had the rock the flats, and you're like, all right, can we? Leave? I was, I was just telling somebody that like the other day, like, literally last week, like the reason I play guitar, like I, I learned to play the guitar, was because I went to that show and was like saw a guy play a guitar, and like I turned to my dad and I was like, that's not real, right? He's like, no, that's real. Like I don't think so. He's like, no, it's real. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I kind of want to do that. Um, back to your question about what the Flyers yes. do at seven. Um, there's, I mean, there's a couple of really good players. You're obviously not getting a Bedard. You're not getting an Adam Fatilli. You're not even getting a Leo Carlson, who are probably the top three picks in this draft. Um, Matt Vay Mitchkoff is really intriguing to me. Uh, the Russian, he's projected probably to go anywhere from four to right around seven ish, where the Flyers are. Um, if you didn't have, if the situation in Russia was cl- more clear, and he didn't have a contract to, you know, th- that he has over there, he would go number two overall in this draft. He's right up there talent wise with Connor Bedard. He's under contract in Russia until twenty twenty six, so he would have he he wouldn't come over here until twenty twenty seven. So the yeah. question is, do wow. you want to wait for him? The question is, do you want to wait for him? Um, I'm perfectly fine with waiting. Personally, I got I got a couple questions, but uh, okay. The first thing I want to say, now we know that it's not Bernard. I want size. Like I, I want, I want a big body, fast. I want Barkov. That's what I want. Yep. <laughs> um, I just—is there anybody like that has size and speed and that maybe could fall to four or five that the Flyers could move up? Like, that was going to be my other question. Is, do you think Danny Briere, from his like off-season comments, saying that they kind of? would be looking to be a little aggressive in moving pieces. Do you think they could move up? Um, it's possible. And they have, they have next day, they have two first round picks next year. So if they want to, they theoretically could do that. Um, where'd that other one come from? The Drew trade, the Florida uh, pick okay. next year. Yeah. So they have two, they have two first round next year. So, I mean, Florida's looking like a wagon right now. So maybe you think they're going to be good again next year. You, you're more comfortable trading away that pick to move up in this draft. That's possible. Um, I, I talked about Leo Carlson. He's probably going third overall. Col- uh, Columbus has that pick. I'd be very surprised if they were moving out of that three spot, especially in division. Um, but he's 6'3", around 200 pounds. He's okay. a big body. He's shifty. He's dynamic. Great player. I think he's kind of out of reach. Um, Will Smith, which I don't want to take him just because of his fucking name personally. Keep my name uh, out, <laughs> out my wife's mouth or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I don't want to take him just because his name's Will Smith. Um, if I'm being honest, but he's he's around six. Good foot. catcher. He's around, yeah, right. He's around six foot. Yeah. Um, does he play catcher too? <laughs> no, no, he does not. Um, he's around six foot. So I mean, he's not small, but I don't know if he's he's not big. He's a two hundred foot guy. Uh there's little questions when it comes to this guy. Damn, he's big. <laughs> No, I thought it's not a man. Nice. He's a two way. You know what I mean. Um, I mean, so he, uh, but there's there's been questions about a skating ability, which is a concern that you're, when you're picking that high. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Okay. Um, I haven't really done the proper scouting yet because I was. <laughs> Did you expect it? Kind of not that I expected it. I was, just, I was just very hopeful. <laughs> Um, Oliver Moore is another one that um that I, people are high on. 
Um, he's around six foot or five eleven ish, give or take. Um, people are high on him. We'll see. I, I don't. I don't know. You know what I need? I kind of need uh, McDavid and Drysaddle to hate each other. That way, Drysaddle can come here. Okay, I like that. I mean, I, obviously, I would love McDavid, but that's they're never going to get rid of him. So no, unless uh, he leaves, which I'll I don't, take. I don't think I'll take happen. this. I'll take the second best player in the world. Yeah, they're they're a wagon. Oilers. I he he is stupid right now. Does he have any goals tonight, Drysaddle? Uh no. Okay. Because he has Not like the cha- he has a chance to like break records and shit. Break record, yeah. What's he seven away? So he has, I think, twelve, and the record is nine, nineteen. So yeah, seven away. Yep. Yeah, it's ma- <laughs> math. <laughs> I think I think the record for most amount of goals in a series is like, ah, fuck, what was it? What do you have? Four getting, in game one. He has six already in this series, and the record is like ten. Yeah, or something like that. What? Um, it's, only, what? it's only two and a half games in. I mean, it. They. I mean. They're not the. They're not. I'm not going to compare them to the Angels because they've at least won like a like a like a playoff series before. Um, but it's like you have the two best players in the world, you know, um, and they just they just can't like oh they just can't win. Like it's it's kind of no. funny how like the parallel. They've always struggled with um, goaltending and defense. Yeah. and they finally like have the Angels have, with pitching. <laughs> yep, they finally have a little bit of defense, but the goaltending isn't isn't great. Yeah, and they're losing tonight. I like Skinner. Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not great. It, you like it to be better. Yeah. So we uh we trade them Carter Hart or sure. Give me dry slide. <laughs> dry slide. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Who says no? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Oilers. They'll let they'll laugh you all the way to <laughs> you know wherever. I'm so distracted. Um, I'll drive. I'll drive to Edmonton. And I'll go streaking in the snow in February. Can't pick them up. You'll, did you say go drive to Edmonton? Yes. Do you know yes. how fucking far Edmonton is? Leon Drossel is worth it. Like, like a flight there would be probably fucking like seven hours or six hours. Eh, it's all right. Right? Maybe. Like, how far is that? How far would well, you get? No, uh, but I'm saying, I, I'm saying I'll drive because it's a long drive along with the shitty weather. Okay, so that's, that's, no. that's what I'm. So you have that? to go. You have to go in like December, January. You're that's what I'm like, saying, like yeah. February. Okay, I like that. And you got to make the straight drive there. Yeah, you can't stop. That's fine. No, that's it fine. Would ta- it would take you okay. one day and twelve hours. I can do to that. Just drive up there. Do you do that? <laughs> how many? <laughs> how, many red on, red on, red on how many what? That? How many Red Bulls are Was you drinking? I mean, I'm a, uh, how many oh, zero. I don't drink Red Bull. No, I don't drink any energy he drinks. Would, he no. would okay. be high on life. The fe- he's going to get he's going to get Leon Drysdale. That's enough energy to get him going yeah. for 36 hours. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, I'd probably drive through America for most of it, and then once I hit Canada, <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Like when you enter Canada, does like the the Canadian um, national anthem just like play? Like I, I think I, I think so. You turn on the radio yeah, and it's just a constant loop. It's yeah. just a loop. So basically, well, God, I mean, like it, it comes from the heavens. God loves Canada, so like it, like the heavens open up and it's oh Canada. So basically, the way it would have you go is you drive through you drive through Pennsylvania, drive oh, through gosh. drive <laughs> through Ohio, start. yeah, drive through Ohio. Pass oh God! In, pass Indiana, yeah. pa- right? Driving right past Chicago, so this way you could shit on Connor Bedard's front step right. while you're there. You know, you can egg his house while while you're on your way. Um, passing through Madison, Wisconsin, go through Minneapolis, 
Then you go through, you know, Fargo. You could tell Carson Wentz to go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> then you enter, you enter through, you enter through North Dakota, and then you're in Regina, you're in Saskatoon, and there you go. Then you end up in Edmonton. Nice. So I think you can make that trip. Thirty-six yeah, hours. I think so. To kidnap Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah, I like it. All right, um, for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll check in. All right, sounds good. Um, that's all I have for the fly. I mean, I'm just um, I don't know. I'm in one. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed. Well, you know, the flyers. We've been talking about them needing high end talent, and they're not going to get it anytime soon. And Next year, hope you know, can't wait for them to pick fucking ninth, and then the year after that, eleventh, and then the year after that, tenth, and then that's just what they are. They're just a mediocre team that's never going anywhere. Optimism. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. yep. That's kind of where I'm at. So, where do you guys want to go next? Phillies, Sixers. I heard something eat. something interesting okay. today on the radio. Okay, let me hear it. Somebody called in, and uh, I don't particularly like listen to the radio much, like the sports radio much. But uh, I there was like it was a commercial on like every channel, so like I decided to just pop it on. And um, somebody called in and said he put a five dollar bet on the Phillies, the Eagles, and the Sixers to yeah, make. Dude, I told you about make, that. Remember? Oh, did you? Yeah, we talked about this. I think I talked about this like a month and a half. Now, ago. now, now I kind of remember. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so the, the, he's, he's uh, it's like a ten thousand dollar bet. No, he said he was. He said he was like waking way more than that. I know he, the guy that I, I listened to when he called in said him and his cousin did, it, and his cousin sold when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, this is a different I, guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, how much, put a five dollar bet. He didn't say. Um, he said it's like life changing money though. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So well, he, I guess we can kind of transition then to the Sixers. Six um, wins away. Six, yeah, six wins away. Like they, I mean, they were lucky to win game. What was that for? Right. Yeah. Well, I I think they played a great game until like the last five minutes of the game. They, and then they fell apart. They were, they were up, up like what? Nineteen. It was fifteen. 16? I think it was fifteen yeah, or sixteen. Were, yeah. Yeah. Were up going, into, going into the fourth, they were up nine. I know that for sure. No, like, there was at one point. It was like it was like four minutes left, and they were up like. 15 or 16, and uh, I think Boston came back with a 14 to 2 run. Yeah. And everything just kind of fell apart until. Um, the, uh, the question that I kind of have is one, you're going to get a streaky James Harden. It's who he is in the playoffs. He disappeared in game three and game one. Uh, right? Was, no, or was no, one the three, game one, one. Two one and three. 45, two and three. Okay. Because one was a 45 point game, right? Um, yes. So he disappeared in two and three. Come back, you have a great game four. But can they win with this version of Joel Embiid? I, I have questions about that. Why? What did he do? What, what, I don't think he was. I, I don't think he looked that great. I thought the fourth quarter he looked terrible. I think I mean, he got gassed a little bit in the fourth quarter, but I think he looked great. Listen, yeah, I, th- I think down the stretch, I, I, thought, I thought he looked – maybe gas is the right word. Um, but you I put think, up thirty, and that's a horrible. I'm not saying you said he had a horrible game, but there's there are people that are out there saying he had a terrible game. If thirty fourteen and how, yeah, but how I'm many sorry, of sorry, those, thirty thirteen and three is a, is a terrible game? How many of those points? Shows you how great he is. Quarter. Yeah, but how many points came in the fourth quarter? Oh, probably probably not. Him? It's probably not much, but that's that's why you brought James Harden here. That's sure. why you brought 
That's why Iris Maxey's not coming off the bench anymore. That's why. And why you say Tobias Harris? Yeah, I actually don't think Tobias is playing yeah, that all either. Like, like everybody's he's crushing not. him. Too. No, he, he's. I he's just four, he's don't. Option. Like, what, what do you expect? I would like him to step up a little bit. Like, you know how? Did you watch the telecast on ESPN? Um, like yes. So, like, sometimes he has to be the scorer certain nights, and certain nights he doesn't have to be. Like, they were talking about that with Tobias Harris. I'd like him to be, like, a certain quarter. Like, hey, you got to be the guy this quarter. You got to go out there. Like, you see Joel's off, or you see one Harden's off. Like, hey, Toby, you got to score. Like, that's, that's where you got to be. No, absolutely. And he gets paid like that. But at the same time, we have to remember that. We, we say this every year with this guy. This is just who he is. I yeah. mean, he doesn't, he, he gets paid more than what he should be getting paid. But like, I don't know, man, I, for, for, for him being the fourth best scorer on this team, that is his role. I'm not expecting him to put up 30 like everybody else. Like, I'm not expecting him to do that. Like, I know what he is. I know who he is. He's going to hit shots here and there. He's going to get that ISO mid range game. That's who he is. Um, I mean, listen. It's not. It's not encouraging to, to see Joel Embiid um, fall, kind of, kind of, kind of lose it towards the end of the fourth quarter there. But again, that's why this is why you bring James Harden. That's why you have Tobias Harris as your fourth best scorer. This is why you have Tyrese Maxey in the starting lineup. PJ Tucker's toughness, like you know. Yeah. One thing is, and I, I hate to do this. I'm going. I think I owe PJ Tucker an apology. I think I do. I was yeah. shit I, I mean, I think. Do you though? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, maybe I don't owe him anything. But um, I think his leadership, like the fact he was, you know, that he's getting in guys' faces and maybe not, maybe calling out's not the right word. But I think the leadership, I think, absolutely goes goes a long way, much further than I expected it to. He hit five threes this series, <laughs> which is probably more than so, you expected like, from him. And one of them going in. in game three, right? What did you so say? Like, what did you say? He hit three in one game. Yes, yes. He hit. He so. had zero points, zero attempts. Game one, uh, I think. Game two, he hit one. Game three, he hit one, and then uh, game four, he hit three. Or, or it might have been three and then one. I forget. I forget the order. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, listen. He brings the toughness. He brings leadership. He brings. Um. He plays hard, like he, he's always been this guy. But with that all being said, I just I don't know if they win the series. I, I still I'm still not confident enough. If they would have played a full forty minutes, like or or whatever, however long it is, um, I, I'm probably a little bit more confident. But like just the fact that they can fall apart against this team, this team matches up really well. I don't think there's I don't think the Celtics are this great team either. Um, well, they just match we, up like, really well. No, but I do think they are lucky. Like I think. If Tatum shows up in the first three quarters, I think they get blown the fuck out. Well, I said that in the text though. Like that, this yeah. is who he is though. This is he's, sure, this totally who he's been his whole career. Yep. Um, he he's a guy who swears he's cut from the same cloth as Kobe. And it's, it's like, like if you have to force, it's like it's like giving yourself a nickname. If you have to force people to like have this image of you, then like it's probably not true. Like you don't give yourself a nickname. You know what I mean? Like it's weird not to give true. yourself a nickname. It's weird to, to say, it oh, is. I'm. I'm I'm cut from that same Tim and Devin Booker. They're both that, that guy. It's 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 um I don't know. I, I think Tatum's a very good player. I just think I just think he kind of he does that every four games. He, he just disappears. And then and then late, you know, what, what he did late was great, but 
for the I was going to say, yeah, I, like I tweeted out late in the third quarter or, or early in the fourth quarter, I tweeted out that like it looked like he was taking an envelope. Like that's how bad yeah. he looked. It looked like he bet on, you know, bet on the, the Sixers to win. And the next thing he goes out and has like a fucking great fourth quarter. I was like, yeah, spoke a little too soon there. But I mean, in the pivotal point of the game, he, there was an offensive call that they didn't call on him where he right. literally shoved Tyrese Maxey off he, of him. He looked like Derrick Henry at the goal line. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but 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 the NBA doesn't want you to flop though. Like like you know what I mean. So, so if he he falls to the ground, then like. But the thing they, the NBA wants, you know what I mean. But that's he, the thing. He, well, hold on. That's the thing yeah. though. That, that they reward flopping because if Maxi falls to the ground, they call that foul. Right, but I'm saying he's so. I don't disagree. I'm saying I, I think he's so conditioned because he's actually like a legit fucking good player and sure and i and i respect that but exactly. that's the problem with the nba is they do reward, they do reward flopping because right. if he falls they call that right um i i also think tatum and again this is not why they almost lost it's not why they lost game two and three but they're the officiating has been so it's one-sided and, so and, and and tatum himself I could have called at least five thousand that in that game yesterday by Tatum, and I think only one of them got called. There was there was a play on Maxi. Uh, I don't. It might have been the fourth quarter or the, or the end of the third quarter. Maxi comes under the bucket and tries to come around with a layup on the other side, and dude, he smacks his whole wrist and like right in front of the ref, and nothing gets called. And it's just that's who Tatum is. Like Tatum is allowed to push refs. He's allowed to shove refs. He's allowed to to, to create fouls and, or or. or have no calls, whatever it is. He's he's been that guy this whole series, and it's it's so frustrating. Yeah. And I and I and I'm somebody who likes the physicality of the of the NBA playoffs. I think it's fun, more fun that way. And I, I you know, but when it's right in front of you and it's obvious, like it's so frustrating. It's hard to win these games. Yeah. yeah that. But... What about that call? I'm just sorry. Get, get no, right. no. Go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead. What about that call on um Embiid on Smart? Where they called that offensive foul there. Um, you remember the, one, the end one where where Smart's feet was moving and they called oh, it charge. Yeah, at the at the basket. They, yeah, I don't remember. Your, your they, cha- they challenged it. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh! Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, it, it's thing, close. I thought it was, that was really close. I thought that it was, was really close. close. I thought it was close too. I, I just. I, I think I think it's really hard to when you're in the paint like that. If you're not if you're not driving, I think it's really hard to call that. Like if, if Embiid's driving from the the top of the key and and Smart gets in front of him and and has his feet set and he and he gets killed, I think it should be called. But like if you have your back to the to the to the rim and and you're you're or I don't think he did. I think I think he was uh, about 15 feet out and he kind of drove a little bit. But like it's tough because like Embiid's seven foot two and and Marcus well, Smart's. With- Six foot one, like with the amount of flopping that Embiid tends to do, do you think he like loses benefit of the doubt when it comes to those ticky tacky calls? Like, do you think they lean the other way because he's kind of has reputation of flopping like a fucking fish out of water? So I, but well, let's dissect that first or or one part first. I don't I don't think he flops as much as he gets um, accused of. I think every, he does every flop. 40, every 40 no, no, no. seconds. I think he does flop. I think he does flop, but I think it's a lot less than what you might think it's it is true. or other people might think it is. Maybe. I think he I think he legitimately does get um bodied. Yeah. I think he does. He does um, get bodied. What's that? I said, yeah, he does get bodied. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but 
I mean, there, there are. It, I don't love seeing him flop. And see, that's the thing is like, I, I don't know how real it is that like if he gets flopped and he, he's like, oh, my back. Like, I, I kind of think that's just his conditioning of trying to get a call. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, and people, people are always saying like, this guy is on the floor and, and he's, he's holding his back or his leg or this and the other. I just, yeah. And, and I know there's reports of like the doctors have told him to fall to the ground. So this way he doesn't do so much damage on his legs. Like, right. Anytime he touches the, floor you know comes down they want him to just fall so this way he doesn't brace himself um but it's just uh, it's a bad brand of basketball and i, I don't i don't enjoy watching it it's really hard being that big it really really sure. is sure and and playing a physical game like this like it's that's why yao ming never never had a didn't have a super long career because it's, no. it's really tough to be that big and dominant and yeah, not Shaq. at the floor Shaq, like just looks all like the slow is- how has Durant had like such a long career? Because that dude's tall as shit and scrawny as a motherfucker. Shoots. Yeah, and I yeah, I guess he kind of stays at the perimeter instead of. Going I mean, he does get to the rim. It's not he does, know, but he's stronger he's, than you think he is. But again, again, you I said beat him up. I, heard, I no, I didn't say I could beat him up. I said I could snap his fucking leg like a pixie stick. Yeah, that's what I said. His leg probably has more muscle in his one leg than your entire body. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. It's just just flat out inaccurate. <laughs> But um, no, I mean, I mean, he's a smart player. He's a Hall of Fame player. He's one of the greatest scorers of all time. He, oh, totally, he, he knows totally. he knows how to how to do what and, he and, does. And 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 what you what you said is true. He's he's a great shooter. Just flat. And and like shooter. like even Steph, even Steph is a small dude. He's not big, but dude, he is so underrated at getting to the rim. Like people don't realize how good he is at yeah. actually getting to the bucket. Like he and he is one a, of the best. And he's his a freak first athlete. step is like, quick. Sure, he's but like, so is Durant. Durant's a freak athlete too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. There's more athleticism athleticism in sports now than ever. Oh, totally. In all yep. the sports. Yep. Yep. Like look Way at Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts can dunk. He can hit 400 homer, 400 foot homers. He can he can throw dude, they, a perfect game in bowling. Like <laughs> dude, they just the the Dodgers are so confident in anything he does. They're just moving them all over the line. Yeah. Like all over the field. Like play the outfield dude. this day, play shortstop this day, play second he, that day. He just plays everywhere. He is so athletic. He could. Play, they they said he could probably play a receiver in the NFL. Really? Yeah. He yeah. he'd probably how be tall, a better receiver. How tall is he? Six two, tall. maybe. Is Six he really? One? Okay. See, I, I thought he was like five eleven. Yeah, I was gonna say like five ten ish. Are you looking? I'm it looking up it up. Now? Yeah. Can I? I do think. I do think that the big thing about just because we're talking about Sixers Boston too. Is that five nine? I was still five nine. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So you know, you know, Boston Boston is, is small people. Sorry. No, go ahead. Were you down? No, I was just, I was just gonna make a joke. I was gonna say, you know, Hoss is a small receiver that's very underrated and very good. DJ Moore, but go ahead. <laughs> um, Where's he at now? Where did he get traded again? Chicago. Chicago. His career's over. Oh fuck, no. Chicago, dude. Fuck Chicago. He's with Bedard. Him and Bedard. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, can both they just got off. a condo together. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Boston just always does a really great job of like working hard. Like if I had to pick a team that yes. works hard, Boston works hard for everything. Like that- they crack the boards, they're playing, they're up in your face on defense. They're, they're pickpocketing. They switch really well on defense. Like they're really great at switching and Jalen Brown. I don't know how you guys feel. I think he's been the MVP. Most, this. most underrated it, player in the league. Yep, no, yep. That's a great player. and I think this series, he's their best player right now. 
I don't for anybody who's listening and not watching, I've been nodding my head for about 30 seconds now because Chris is spot on, and that's why Boston outmatches the Sixers so much is because they outwork the Sixers. They outwork other teams. All that's why Miami's where they're at. They outwork everybody. They rebound, yep. they 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 hit shots late. Like Boston was not hitting anything yesterday. Al Horford looked like he was 60 years old until the last four minutes of the game. And he just hit every shot. When am I going to have to stop watching Al Horford play basketball? I agree. I I, I hear you. I hopefully soon. He had had great defense in the fourth quarter. He was, what did he have? Three blocks blocks in the fourth quarter? I think he helped and beat like. 15% 15% from the field or something like yeah. in the fourth quarter, the end of the fourth quarter. But that's what I'm talking about though. Like, like that's what you're saying. Like that, that goes to what you're saying. It's they, they just, they outwork everybody. Marcus even, smart. I say, even, even Marcus smart. Like works his balls off. Yeah. That's why Dude. they win. That's yeah. why Miami's going to play Boston to go to the finals. Honestly speaking, like six, or, I mean, Celtics, if that balls out of his hand at point one of a second, Sooner they win the game. Like, yep. you won. like that's just that was smart, what they right? are. That was yep. smart. That was smart. Right? Yeah. Tatum, Tatum messed that up. What by not taking it inside? Because like, eh. well, first off, he had a he's shot. Supposed to be the guy, right? He gave up the shot. I don't know why they didn't call timeout. That that was that was another thing. It was twelve seconds left, and or however many. I think it was twelve seconds left. Yeah. Um, Missoula they go up the court. Yeah. Doesn't call a timeout, and Tatum didn't know what the hell to do with it. Yeah, yeah, they they make that guy seem like he's a, a genius. That Missoula, everything mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, he's he trusts his players. He trusts his players. Look no, how, he should have called a timeout look there. Look how yeah, he should have called a timeout. And look, I, yeah. I think you could still be a really good coach and just kind of make a mistake, but like, um. I, dude, I don't know, man. It's just like they, they've got got and I, I don't care that the Sixers are the the best three point shooting team in the league coming into the playoffs. I don't care that they're the best defense in the league, like going into the playoffs. Like it means nothing when the playoffs come and you get outworked by everybody. When Brogdon comes into the game off the bench and hits huge threes, when Al Horford hits huge threes, even though he was ice cold for the first three quarters, that that's what this team does. Like 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 uh, um um what's his name? Grant Williams. Hits huge shots late in the game. Like this is this is what great teams yep. doing, and the, the Sixers just can't do that for forty minutes. Like it's frustrating. This is yeah. the best version of the Sixers probably in Embiid's career. Like up to uh, from top down. Like it's it's you know. Um, one thing I did want to talk about is I've seen people kind of, and we've obviously shown Glenn Rivers on the show a bunch, and I've seen people start to maybe give him his flowers a little bit and say he's. Um, coached a pretty good playoff so far. Are we ready to kind of give him a little bit of credit, or where are you guys at with with? Glenn I Rivers? think I think um, I don't think he's done anything like great or horrible, especially yeah. this series. I think he's just been very uh, there. Yeah, like I don't like like two years ago, like like when Maxi was a rookie in that Atlanta series. Like I think I don't give a shit how much Ben Simmons get paid. You're coaching for your job every series. I don't care if you're Doc Rivers. I don't care if you're Greg Popovich, Phil Jackson. You're always coaching for your job. And they decided to keep Ben Simmons on the court in game seven when he when or uh, game six, rather, when Maxi was hitting every shot. I don't care that he's a rookie. He's hitting his shots. Um, so I don't think there was like anything like that in this series where it was like questionable. 
but like he also hasn't done um anything anything to make me anything say wow player. yeah at least yeah, not that I, I don't think, think he's well he's not great at getting I don't know how to say this without like sounding weird he's not great at getting uh Joel Embiid a breather if you know what I mean like he's not good at, at getting him off the court and letting him catch his breath well I I think part of that also like I don't know if you read but he um, I read what was it yesterday? I think it was going into the or going into halftime. I think it was. They asked him that, like, are you are you are you communicating with Joel? And he said, he said he told me he was good. So, yeah, I mean, he's the MVP of the league. Um, did we lose Chris? Do you guys lose me? What's going on here? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm I good. Hear, I can hear you. I don't I know where Chris might. I see. Yeah. I hear you, Dom. Okay, there we go. I think we're okay. Uh, Chris, yeah. I'm not gonna, Chris's Wi-Fi has been a little wild this whole entire show so yeah. far. So I, I think it's a him issue. Has it been off? Uh, you've been kind of spotty here in, in moments. The, to start the show, you were a little off, and then you were good for like 30 minutes, and then the last few minutes you've That's, been yeah, a little laggy. Yeah, I think you kidnapped Dom's uh, internet. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have to get Xfinity on the phone. <laughs> Uh, re- refresh and come back in. And no, I got fix. You got you got us now. Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? I got sidetracked. I was gonna say something. Miami's about to go up three one. I did see that. Um, so game five tomorrow. I think you already alluded to the fact that you think Boston's winning the series. Game five tomorrow in Boston. Do uh, what do you think happens? You like him for game five? Well, here's the thing. It's like it's like there's there's been four games and like, or I'm sorry, yeah, there's been four games, but like, we've had a f- we've had four different versions of the Sixers. Like, I don't know what's coming out. Uh, if I knew exactly what was going on, like, I'd probably give you a better answer. But like, if they come out the way they did game three, or I'm sorry, game four, and they play a f- full game, like even if even if they they do what they did in game four at the end, like, I, I'm confident enough to say they can beat this team, but. Seven and a half point underdogs, by the way. Okay. Game game five. That's stupid. That's just so stupid. It's the playoffs. I mean, that's kind of the NBA, though. I think I think that I think that they were at home minus two and a half yesterday, and then right before the game started, it got back to even. So I I bet that that yeah. number moves back at least towards like five or four and a half by by game time. Right. So, I mean, you got to think of it like this: Game one, they won by four. Yeah, they lose game two, so they got blown out. Game two, they they don't think they don't they don't think that Vegas doesn't think that the Sixers are going to win this game by a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just don't think the Sixers are going to be close because they just squeaked out of game four. Like they they expect Boston right. to come back even harder it's- at home. This is exactly what the NBA wanted. Like, the NBA wanted the Sixers to win game four. Um, sure. It was, yeah. it was the best possible thing. But now I think I think you're, you're going into game five. It's like – we'll ha- I mean, we'll see what happens. I know Embiid won MVP, and that's – you know, it seems like that's kind of the most important thing to him. Hopefully he could win a championship, but then I'll give a shit. I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but – I don't I, agree with that either. I couldn't care less about the MVP. Oh, no, I'm saying I don't. I don't think it was the only thing that he's – 
I'd say the only thing I said. I think it was more important to him than a championship. Or, or okay, rather that I don't, I don't, I don't. Not this year. Maybe I think last. I don't think it last year either. Honestly, I think last year he was he was focused on winning a championship. It's just he deserved it last year. Like it was. It, if he wasn't going to win it last year, it's like, is he ever going to win it? Um, yeah. I think you know, it's very important. But I, I think I think that narrative is is way overblown too. You know what I got an issue with? I know we were talking about Tucker earlier. As the MVP that a guy has to get in your face to get you riled up to win the game, that that like no one's riling up the best player in the world, LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like that guy is just no one has oh, to. Here do we that. go. No one has to here do that. We to go. Curry. No one has to do that to Kevin Durant. Do you know what I mean? No, sure, no, for sure. Like that, um, I do have an issue with that. No, sure, but there's been there's always been questions about his maturity, like, and maybe it's. A different issue than his maturity, but like his head has always kind of had a problem staying engaged for a whole entire four quarters. Yeah, I don't know. I try to look at that as a positive, not a negative. That he positive got positive for Tucker. Yeah, no, well, and, and that's, that, too. that's what I said earlier. What? No, I know. No, I know. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't look at it as like positive I, for Embiid, though. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see a like I don't see a worry personally. Like I don't see a worry that. He's got to get in his face and, and and talk some sense to him. I mean, listen, you want to go back to LeBron James too? Like, like he was when he was twenty eight years old, he was passing out the Ray Allen to hit shots. Like, and eventually he stopped doing that. So like, there there is a sense of of there sure there is a sense of maturity to it. It's just I don't know. I think every every player needs that. Then sure. they need that that guy to to kind of you know guide him a little bit. I don't know. Get the people going. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so we'll see what happens. Game, like I said, game five tomorrow night, and then games. When's game six and seven? If it goes that far, well, it'll have to um, go to it's every other. Well, it'll definitely have to go to six. Okay, so game every other day. Six is okay. Thursday. Yep, you're right. Uh, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Saturday, rather. They do not play. They do not play Saturday. It looks like Sunday. Uh, okay. May fourteenth. Is, is that a Sunday? May fourteenth. Is that a, is that Sunday? That's Mother's Day. That is Mother's Day. Yes. So game seven would be at one o'clock on Mother's Day. If it gets so far, but either way, we'll find out the results before next week's show. Is basically what I was trying to yes. get at. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Um, a little bit of Phillies. It's. The Phillies, I don't know what the fuck. Like, I know people are getting amped up about like the the lineup, and they finally moved Schwar- uh, Schwarber out of the one spot and put stop there. Like, I'm so over the lineup and caring about the lineup right now. I need pitching to get right because the lineup doesn't matter until their starting pitching figures it out. Who pitched Sun- uh, Walker? Walker looked really Walker good. Walker looked good. He, he looked did. good. He had a good game. He's up and down though. I, yeah, I don't know. Which I guess is what you expect I, from a number four starter. Right. I, I also, th- I mean, he gets paid a little bit too much money to be like that. But sure. Um, yeah. Is he the Tobias Harris of, of baseball? Um, yeah, of the Phillies. Yeah. Um, I think with 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 Walker though, I don't think he's had a terrible year in the sense that like he has one bad inning every year, and I was kind of waiting for that like that like shoot to drop actually every start on Sunday. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Um, every start. Uh, you said every year. I was like, one bad inning. Yeah, 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 no, 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 no. <laughs> so he has one bad inning 
every every start. So, um, but he looked he did look really really good. I think uh, like I think did we talk about Nola last week? I'm um, sure we did. I don't remember exactly. I think I think Nola's looked really good in his last two starts. Last two or three yeah. starts. Um, Walker. Uh, uh, um, well, he. I agree. He looked good. He didn't. I. When you're up five nothing, and granted it's the Dodgers, and you have Nola on the mound, I expect you to win. To come oh, away with to come away second, that game with a loss, I don't love it. It's it, the it, second five nothing lead he had yeah. opening day. Exactly. Um, Remember his ERA when he's got a five run leads like a six. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Can't pitch with a lead. Can't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of I, I'm kind of worried that it's it's the same thing as last year too, where it's like. We, I felt like we were on the show every every week. It was one week we would say how great they looked, and the next week it was how terrible they looked. And then the next week it was how great they looked, and then how terrible. It's kind of the same the same formula, and it's just like we need to win a division here. Like I'm I'm not I'm not content with. I mean, I'll take a wild card, but like I'm not also not like totally content with that. Yeah, no, not I with agree. the amount of money. No. Yeah, and and listen, their lineup's good. They'll be. I think they'll be fine. I think eventually they'll find. A first baseman, so he can move Bohm back to third. Oh, well, they said they said on Sunday that uh, the plan is they 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 basically think that Harper is going to be play first. Like that's 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 really? their plan. Yeah, that's what they said on the broadcast on Sunday. But how soon? Because, but the, but then at the same time, Harper saying, "Well, if I don't play the field at all this year, that's totally fine." Like, I don't think they're. I don't know if they have. I mean, I'm sure they have a plan, but I don't know that they have anything concrete. And set, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm not saying he's wrong or you're wrong, but like also take into consideration that like he he wasn't giving anything either about when he was coming back. Like, totally, they've asked him a hundred yeah. times like, "Oh, when, when are you coming back?" Well, when when they think I'm ready. ready. Yeah, yeah, well, no, he just he kept saying whenever they think I'm ready, like like yeah. that we're not going to rush anything. And what happens three weeks later, he's in the lineup. So like, I don't know. I I heard them send the broadcast that that um the Phillies' plan right now is is for right now is to have him um play first base. We'll see. Okay, and then, but what does that do? Like, what does that do for your team, though? Like, obviously, you you move Bohm to third, but then who becomes your DH? Like, I so see. Do you already just go out and get uh, him? Schwarber. Well, who he plays, is a who plays left. Who plays, who, who plays left then? I think I th- I think I think they go back to that platoon. For now, at least, until maybe the deadline. To what what what, what platoon? Schwarber plays DH. Schwarber DHs. You throw another. You throw Pache or, or whoever. Not Pache, but like. But um, you know one one of uh, what's his name Guthrie or, or whatever his name is. He's, he's horrible. Yeah. But I, I'm just Dave. saying. So to play a little bit in left field. Jake Cave could come up. I like, still think I still think they'll go out and get somebody. I don't think they'll do that till the deadline though. Well, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I agree. The deadline. Yeah, like yeah, like yeah, if yeah. Harper comes back next month, you know June June 9th, like. And he's playing the field clinic right they now. are um if he comes back in a month you know they might they yeah. might have to wait a month month and a half to, to to get somebody i'm just talking about the the the, the immediate fix yeah well that's if he I does come back to the field yeah, i don't I know say, like i don't i don't know if there's an immediate fix to him playing first like i think if he come if he does play first and granted they've been like you said they've been real quiet about his timeline for anything but i don't expect to see him in the field until uh july is that is that too well, far? Well, think of it like or? this: they they if he was supposed to come back in July, right, right after yep. the All Star break. Yep. They said that his his timetable was probably the end of August to play the field. Okay. So, so does right that timeline move up too? I don't yeah, know. I guess, yeah, I guess I don't know. 
and also it's wild. He's been he's been fucking great. He's been he's been on. He roll. has been. Like I know he had the he had the very first yeah, game he came back. He was over over four with like three strikeouts. But ever since that game, he's looked great. The no batting gloves. <laughs> he went keeps, opposite field. Confusing, yeah, that. it keeps confusing me, man. And then the very next at bat, he had like only one batting glove on. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing, but whatever he's doing, it's working because uh, he's been great. Yep. So, but like I said, I do think I think starting pitching is a big need right now. Um, well, uh, Ranger like, comes back, right? I was gonna say it looks like you're gonna get him in the Rocky series either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, one of those games because you have a game, you have a series with who do they have coming up. Uh, I just looked at it. Is it the Mets. Uh, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. That's right. They play Toronto. Is it a two game series? With What's with this like off day in in between a home series? Dude, I don't know. Um, they're, they're off, off today they're off and they're off Thursday. They're off tonight. They have two games with Toronto. Then they're off again Thursday. And then they come back Friday um, in Colorado. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they go to San Francisco. Also, like, the, 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 the every, like, the third game of every series or every last game of the series is now, like, a day game. Which yeah. I don't like. I don't mind day games. Other I want to watch other, it. Other than Odyssey, I like. I, I know I've said these. I say this every year. All, I I hate the Odyssey app. I fucking hate it. So what happens if they play it at at one o'clock or two o'clock or three o'clock? Like what do you, mean, and you can't happens? listen. Well, I could see this is where there's fucking hypocrisies and everything. So I can't turn on the Odyssey app because according to Odyssey and MLB, New Jersey is right. not part of. The Philadelphia Network, which is fucking batshit insane, but I can log into the NBC Sports app, log into my Xfinity account, and I can watch the game yes. anywhere. So which I can do that. I can do that, but I can't listen to it on the app because New Jersey isn't in the Philadelphia market. Delaware and New York are, but New Jersey isn't. Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> I, it was dude. I I don't know if you were, if you remember Chris or if, if you were part of the show back in last year when I was bitching about this. I went on an entire yeah. rant. So yeah, I, I was. I don't remember. I don't remember if you were on the show or not yet. But when I, were, were you on the show when I tell, told the story about me sending a picture of the loca- of where I was at? Yeah. I literally, yeah. yeah I yep. literally, uh, I worked right across, right across the river, and I could literally see Citizens Bank Park from where I was at. And I sent them a picture. I was like, "How am I not in the market? I can literally throw a rock and hit Citizens Bank Park." I sent them the picture, and I, I never got a response. I'm gonna full like I'm gonna war with Odyssey. I hate Odyssey, and it's probably not even their fault. It's probably MLB's fault, but. Uh, it's it's a joke that New, the, the New Jersey is not the Philadelphia market. It's a joke. But New York and Delaware are again. Doesn't make any sense. So, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? I digress. Yes. <laughs> you're having a you're having a bad night here. I I am. I know. I need Edmonton to come back in this game. Uh oh. I'm a, big Oil, I'm a big Betty Oilers versus... guy. No, no, I'm just a big Oilers guy. I don't know why. I, I want them I, to win. I love. I mean, I just love Connor McDavid. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I don't want them to win. I want them to lose this series and draw title and <laughs> McDavid to get in a fight. Speaking of, um, I don't even know the transition I'm about to make. Speaking of all you know, superstars potentially leaving, Tor- <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs are on the verge of getting swept in the second round. So he's the, free agent after next year, right? Next year, yeah. So the potential or the the, the breaking the nineteen year first round playoff drought, if you get swept in the second round, does that even count? <laughs> the, 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 the Sixers. 
They literally didn't win a playoff series for 19 years. They finally do, and they're going to get swept in the second yeah. round. I love it. I think it's great. And I think I'll, I'll take Austin again. Matthews. I'll, I'll take Austin Matthews in orange and black. Oh, totally. Are you against that? Player. No, no, not at all. I would, I would take okay. it. What is Chris doing here? I don't know. Chris, you're on like twice. What is yeah, going on? You're on, on twice right here. <laughs> It literally kicked me out that time. It was like, your internet's not good enough, and it like kicked me out. We're going to get on the phone to Xfinity. Is that I, how you have Xfinity? No, I have um, Verizon Fios. Oh, okay. Well, we gotta That's get even worse. Verizon. I know. I've uh, had both. Both are terrible, but. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Did we get any get information on the tweet about DeAndre Swift wearing this, the number zero? <laughs> I did it. I forgot to look that up. Does anybody know if that's true or not, Dom? I do, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go with it. Is if he I said mean, that, like I want to buy his jersey, even though he might not be on oh. the Eagles next year. Really quick, give me your uh, your review of the, of the uh, draft. Yeah, because you weren't there here last week. Yeah, that was the uh, the best draft that Howie Roseman's ever had. Uh oh. Yeah, I like that. Okay, I don't He's like two really good ones in a row. Yeah, I don't like the Tyler Steen pick. Really? That's the only. Is that the guard? Yeah, from Alabama. That's the only pick I didn't like. I think I was a little bit of a reach there, but okay. um, other than that, I think it's an A. A. Um, and then getting DeAndre Swift in the, in the middle of the draft, like I think only essentially your fourth round pick. Yeah. Yep. Speaking, of, so I can't find confirmation if that quote was true or not. But I did I did look up DeAndre Swift and apparently the Eagles are looking to not just have him be a rental and they're looking to extend him to possibly a shorter term deal. I would love that. That dude's going to be a he's only twenty four years old. Yep. I know he's injured a lot, but I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it if 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 you have the running running back if you're going to be committed to the running back by committee because I think he can be a really good running back if he gets ten to fifteen touches a game. Um. I mean, he's never had more than he's never had. He's only ever ever had more than six hundred yards rushing once in his career. Granted, he's only been in the league for three years, but uh, I, I that's the thing is like I, I think he's a lot closer to being elite. What I wanted, what I wanted, oh, like, yeah. like that, like ten to fifteenth best running back in the league, but running running by committee, running back by committee. Um, I'm happy about it though. So, yeah, I think they pushed all the right buttons at cornerback. With that, uh, Ringo and you Ringo uh, can play safety because that's what I heard. I heard, yeah, I heard that, that he was and that other kid from Illinois is like that dude just works hard. Yeah. So I don't know if you listened to last week's show. Uh, we, we were kind of saying how the Eagles had, um, I forget what it was. Uh, what's it called, Mike? The Red, the Red Star, the Red Star. Yeah, the Eagles had, had all every single guy had a Red Star. For uh, the kid from Illinois, um, which basically mean? means like like they like his attitude, they like his basically, oh, really? yeah. Basically, all the scouts give a, like a red star player or whatever, or if all, all 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 scouts give like their stamp of approval, and if every scout does it, it's like a considered a red star or whatever, and they only give out a certain amount every so often. Every and- single every single scout I read, every single scout was basically like. One hundred percent good with the pick at that point. Like, like I think the last the last them. couple red stars they've had was like Devontae Smith and Landon Dickerson. I think were the yeah. last two. Yeah, I think. I mean, 
I do think even the kid that they got in the seventh round, Jodu or what, like he had a third round grade on him. He right. just ended up falling. Is is there any undrafted guys you? Uh, no, no. Are familiar with? Okay. Uh, the kid that they got from. Um, Did they get a kid from Alabama too? Alabama, yeah, cornerback from Alabama, and then oh, they, they did got, sign him. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they got the kid that played with Hurts at Oklahoma. And they got a oh, punter too, didn't they? Yeah. they get, they're naming him Megatron? They did get a punter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they got a guy that played wide receiver with uh, with Hurts at Oklahoma. Okay. I don't love he was, the... He was, he was in the... Uh, what? Didn't they, didn't they bring in a guy from like the XFL? The XFL. Or the, the XFL. XFL. It was yeah, one, of one of those. Yeah. I don't love the, uh, the Tanner... Whatever his name is, the the quarterback pick. Yeah, uh, I mean, in early mock drafts at the end of last year's draft, they had him as a first round quarterback. Um, but uh, same thing with Carson Strong, your boy. Yeah, but <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just don't like. I don't know, because like, you draft in a third round quarterback. What was that a fifth round pick? Your third quarterback. Oh like, uh, yeah, believe so. Yeah. Round. I don't. I don't love that. Well, I, we talked about it a little last week. Like, do you even think he's on the roster? Like, they usually don't carry three quarterbacks. Like, I think he's a practice a squad guy. Practice squad. And yeah. They'll get rid of Ian Book. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I mean, so. Ian Book does nothing for me. Yeah. But he's athletic, too. The kid can run. So I think that's probably what they liked about him. He could, you know, if it came down to it, he could be your backup behind Mariota. <laughs> Shit. Who, the kid from Stanford? Yeah. I this thought he was more like a statue. No, no, he can. He has some athleticism. Okay. Don talked about it for like ten minutes last week about how I thought. I thought it, I, it's weird. They have these, he's like, oh, it's weird. They have these two guys in Hertz and Mariota who like to run, and this this Tanner guy can't run for shit. It's weird that that's who they chose to get. So one of you are right, one of you are wrong. I don't know. Oh, I'm probably dead wrong. <laughs> Let's see, rushing. That's just where I read about him. I, I, it's not. I didn't. I didn't watch. All right, spoiler. A, I did not watch one second of Stanford football in the last, probably in my since lifetime a, since Andrew Luck. I'm sure you watched some of it. No, yeah, probably, probably since McCaffrey. But like, and what was that? Six years ago that he got drafted. Seven years ago. So like, McCaffrey went to Stanford. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. He has seven rushing touchdowns in the past two seasons. So. Okay. I mean, I don't think he's a blazer, but. He can Definitely run with that. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, okay. it's a lot of that. Fair enough. Before we get out of here, I mean, what did you think of the, the Jalen Carter pick? Loved it. It was it was great. I mean, I understand now why they had to move up because there were people that were calling to move up. Like, totally. at first yeah. I was like, oh, man, like, why are you moving up one pick? But. The kid, I can tell you, I was not excited with his press conference. If you got either one of you heard, I heard that, it. yeah, it the was it was very awkward, lackluster. Nolan yeah. Smith like blew him out of the water. Like they, I, had, I, I didn't hear that one, but I've heard him talk, and it seems like he, he seems like he's a much better interview. Yeah, they did um, them both together at okay, the well, at the uh, Lincoln Fund or whatever. It's called Novacare complex and yeah. Smith destroyed him. Like Smith's definitely wet, way better polished, but we're not paying him to be a good speaker. We're paying him right. to uh, 
to get the quarterback. Or, yeah. 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 So I could care. And listen, less. you have great mentors on that D line. You know, yep. you got Brandon Graham, you got Fletcher Cox. So hopefully those guys are kind of able. Reddick. To... Oh yeah, Reddick. Yeah, who's like yeah, I guess kind of even Josh. Josh Sweat's been in the league yeah. for four or five years now. So Barnett. I mean, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But for sure. I mean, Jordan Davis is his best friend. Right. That that was the interesting part is like you do have these guys that he's you know played with and like he's going to be familiar with and and stepping into a great locker room and the next season when Mika Parsons comes because he's all but an eagle because he, he wants to be, he, he wants to be so Eagles. bad and like part of me like I part of me hates fucking Micah Parsons but you know another another part is like ah he's a damn good player he's a great, oh, he's a great yeah he's a damn good player we'd love him on the Eagles that, he kind of annoys me. One, because he went to Penn State. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. No, I breaking balls. But uh, I, something about him I don't, I don't like. But that's that's another conversation for a different day. I would I would welcome him with open arms if he can't, you know, if he wanted to come in, though. Um, but it is, it is weird how much he's, like, politicking to be an Eagle one day. Well, he was on the – he was at the Sixers game yesterday. Rock, yeah, rocking a maxi jersey, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. With little baby, yeah. I, who is that? I don't even know who that is. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. If you, if you gave me four people to choose from, like if, if they were in a lineup, I don't think I could pick out little baby. Um, I bet you I could. If I gave you four, I bet I you can get him. I uh, like <laughs> country stars. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> Yeah, give me three white guys with, with cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Yeah. And then, yeah, the one guy that looks like a rapper. Yeah, okay, maybe I would be able to pick him out. But if you give me three guys that look, you know, fairly Kate similar, Bush, I, 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 I feel uh, like I don't uh, know that I'll be able to pick him out. Cheryl Crow. I don't think I can name one one song Hill. by Lil Baby. What's he saying? Anything good? Or what's he rap? Or what? what what's uh, You would not like him. You would no. not like him. All right, fair enough. I like Lil Baby, but you would not like him. I don't know a single song. Well, maybe you should listen to him tomorrow with uh, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Machine. What a combo. What a combo. Um, sorry, I'm watching the Oilers game. Uh, I turned it off. It's 4-1. Vegas just scored. No, they just got, it just got over, challenged and overturned. But really? Offsides? I don't know what for. I don't, I don't know. I have it on mute, so I don't know what the call was. Um, but it's four one. Can we come oh, up with never mind? Five? It is now five one. They literally just scored two minutes after they uh, they called that goal off. Uh. So, can we come up with the top five, top five next week? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah. Anything in mind? I don't know. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> so I guess we won't come up with the top five. No, we can do it off the we can do it off the pod. Should we do uh, top five players that don't play for Philadelphia that you wish did? Uh, it's probably going to be my top five favorite exactly. non-Philly athletes, right? That we did. All right, can we? Maybe, like we do, maybe we do like a specific sport, current, and if they got to be current, okay. So top five current baseball players. All right, I like that. The Phillies, and they obviously we should limit it to like only three of the five can be all stars. So that way we'll have to like dig okay. and try and find like some 
like solid players. All star, like all stars last year, projected all stars this year. Because like, there's one player I'm thinking of who's really fun to watch. I don't think it was an all star last year. Definitely going to be an all star this year. No, yeah, let's go off of last year. So like, okay. they were an all star last year, and like three of the only three of the five. Okay. All right. I like I it. I like it. So, all right. It's top five non Phillies baseball players. Right. All right. I like it. We could do that. Um, you guys got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's end it. I'm going to end it with a fuck Chicago. So I started <laughs> with a fuck Chicago. So fuck, fuck the Blackhawks. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Fired Up Sports. Check out FiredUpSports.com. And we will see everybody next Monday. Go Sixers. We'll see it.